Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you guys about sales and marketing. Now it's something that's really, really close to my heart. I'm incredibly interested in it. And effectively I've devoted my last three or four years of my career, learning about it, learning from the guys over in America, learning from the best in the UK, being on webinars at four or five o'clock in the morning, depending on where they are in the world. And I want to talk to you about my theories, my thoughts on it, and ultimately give you a step-by-step plan on how you can come up with your own strategy and also how you can make sure that it's the best strategy available to you at the minute. So whether you're in real estate, you're an estate agent or a letting agent, or you're in another business, then sales and marketing is pretty much the same. Good sales and good marketing goes across all business types and all industries. So it doesn't matter if you're in car sales, if you're a double glazing salesman, or you're an estate agent. If you get your message right and you get it out to your target demographic, then it is going to bring in the leads. So I want to talk, start really by talking about the difference between sales and marketing. And it's quite an easy way that I differentiate it. Marketing gets the phone to ring. Sales is what happens after the phone rings. So sales is the conversion. So one's lead generation and one's lead conversion. And if you keep that in mind, then the differences are quite subtle, um, but they're very, very prevalent, and you will know the difference between the two. So in this episode, what I'm going to talk to you guys about is I want to talk to you about the marketing. I'm going to do another podcast where I'll talk to you about the sales side of things and the sales aspect of it, and more about how the conversion and how you measure and manage that. But I'm going to talk about the the marketing of it today. And I'm going to give you guys six tips how you can come up with pretty much a kick-ass marketing plan um, and how you can get a lot more business than what you're currently getting. So the first thing is, is you need to pick your strategy and you need to plan your strategy. So you don't go into a, a, a supermarket wanting to make a cake or make a dinner, just wandering around the aisles. Well, you might do, but you're not going to get it efficiently. You're probably not going to get all the ingredients. You're going to be stuck behind someone um, and not get everything you need to make that meal. And it's a little bit like a marketing strategy. If you go into it very unplanned, uh, very wishy-washy, then you're not going to get the right results and you're not going to get the right information so you can report on it. So when you plan your strategy, you've got to look at quite a few things. Um, The one is the demographic that you're aiming for. Is it landlords? Is it applicants? Is it tenants is it vendors if you're an estate agent is it if you've got a gym is it new gym members where do they hang out and what is important to them in the message so if you're talking about gym membership you don't want to talk about um you know the types of machines because no one actually gives a monkeys about the types of machines that a gym has everybody wants to know what results will i get by going to your gym is it the supplements is it the diet and is it nutrition So work out exactly what's important to them. I'll give you an example. Landlords don't care about the latest uh, software that we've got. They don't particularly care about certain types of uniforms that we wear or the cars that we drive or the branding. What landlords care about is, can you get me a really good tenant? 
who pays the rent on time and doesn't have loads of repairs? And do you know your legislation and compliance? Because that is the biggest thing about um, a landlord. And by the way, this is a general comment. This isn't the, the outliers who you get 5% who don't care about that or 5% who do care about the types of cars we drive and the, um, and the branding. I'm talking about the majority of people. So you've got to plan your strategy and understand your market, understand your demographic, and also understand about you know, where they hang about. The second thing is start small. In our industry, estate agents and letting agents, there's a lot of prop tech out there at the moment, and some are really good, some are not so good. But the thing is, what they are very good at the prop tech is marketing their services. And it's almost like shooting fish in a barrel for prop tech firms. We all hang out on LinkedIn. We all hang out on Facebook groups. We all knock about together at the same awards. So all a decent prop tech firm has to do is get known on the state on the um, groups, have a, a stand at the various awards, and they will be known um, to more estate agents and letting agents um, than they know what. I've probably given loads of prop tech guys some good ideas there if they're listening. Um, but you've got to start small. You can't be bitten by the shiny penny syndrome and want to start off with loads and loads of different bits of software try and come up with the few that you need, master it, being able to measure it, and then move on. So for example, if you want to send out loads and loads of letters, then you need to pick a letter sending platform such as Spectre. Full disclosure, we use them, find them, they're very good. But if you want to send loads of letters out, pick Spectre, master it, understand it, and then move on to the next thing. And the next thing might be some sort of leaflet distribution, or it could be Facebook ads, or it could be Google ads, but start on one thing, make it perfect, and then roll it out. I see so many people, my clients included, that when you say, right, well, what, what marketing techniques do you, and they reel off a dozen or so things that they're doing, they're not doing it consistently, they're not doing it very well, it's got mixed messages, and it's just not a very good plan or a very good strategy. So start off small, even if you have got three, four, five things on the go at the minute, reduce them you've got to break it down to build it back up again so pick the one thing that you think you're getting the biggest return on absolutely master it and then move on to the next one then the next one then the next one and because you get into a routine when you move on to prop tech two or, or method two it's not as more difficult because the first one you've mastered when you're on three and four and five the other th two or three should be running very very sweetly um, and very smoothly the second thing is the message is more important than the medium. It doesn't matter if it's Facebook, it's Google, Instagram, TikTok, which is coming popular, letters, leaflets, content marketing, email marketing, text marketing. It could be any of those. The method, the, the, the message is more important than the method. So what you say to people is what interests them. So make sure you have an agreed message that you want to get out. It's consistent. And it's consistently good. I don't mean consistent that the message is the same every single time because then that gets very samey, gets very boring. But make sure that if you deliver it on a Tuesday, it's delivered on a Tuesday. You don't skip a couple of weeks. You don't decide, oh, I'm having a week off this week or a month off. You make sure that it's consistent and it's constantly going out. The message will, you know, will vary. Sometimes you want to talk about statistics, authority. You want to talk about legislation as well. Again, building the authority. You want to talk about, you know, if you've won some awards. And I know there's a few guys out there that don't believe that they're talking about awards or when you achieve something is good. I'll tell you now it works. 
100% from a, speaking from experience, when you talk about awards, if done in the right way, it can be very good. You can gain a lot of traction from that. And that was what I would class as social proof about, you know, you're winning awards and, and um, you know, you are looked upon by your fellow industry peers as a leading agent. And people want to be attracted to other agents um, who are winning awards, who are uh, above the competition. They want to be attracted to success and winning awards and speaking at events and writing books actually shows that it demonstrates that you're good at your job or you're perceived to be good at your job. And that does attract people. So, you know, I've written a couple of books. I've got a phrase that JK Rowling is not exactly crapping her pants at the moment about my books. But what it has done is in my industry, it's put me as an authority figure. Whether people enjoy the books or not, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's completely up to them. But a lot of people who come to me for coaching and want to work with me say, I've read your book. I've got your book. So again, I use that book as an authority building method in my industry and it's worked. So again, if you want to write a lead magnet or you want to do something on, on um, uh, the interweb, um, interweb, on the internet, or you want to do a webinar, get my words mixed up, or you want to do a webinar of some description, again, and invite all the landlords or your vendors. And again, they see you as that, that leading light in your industry. Again, that's going to attract more business to you. So you have to have the message and it's got to be, it's more important than the medium that you get it out there, the way that you deliver it. But equally, you have to have a good um, delivery system when you're trying to get your method, your, um, your message out there. Email, text, uh, social media, you know, all those things are massively important. The next thing we'll talk about, the fourth thing is you've got to be consistent. I've briefly touched on it, but you have to be, you've got to show up day in, day out, week in, week out. One of the things that I found with some of the people that have come across to me and clients-wise are saying, right, well, we're not getting a lot of traction. Great, okay, then let's see what you're doing. Well, we send an email out once a month or sometimes we send an email out if I have time. Well, I'm not surprised you're not getting traction. One chap came in the online valuation tools, which a lot of estate agents and letting agency use to get contact details, is they'll put something on the internet, they'll say, download this um, lead magnet or put your details in here and we'll tell you how much your house is worth. So one chap that, that I knew had literally had it for a month, didn't get much from it after a month and then binned it off. Well, we're getting around about 900 to 1,000 leads a month across all our branches because we're very consistent in what we do. And that is the point in marketing. You can't just turn up once, do something, and it doesn't work. People who say leaflets don't work, they absolutely do. We, we send out leaflets across most of the Northeast with all our branches. And leaflets work if you're consistent. If you do it, we do ours every two months, but you show up and you turn up every two months, you get your leaflets out, you will start to get your message out there. And another thing with marketing is you don't send a leaflet out and all of a sudden the phone starts to ring. It's a combined strategy with phone calls, with letters, with leaflets. They've seen your branded cars. They've seen your boards up. Um, you know, they've, they've seen advertisements. They've seen you in the paper. So if you've got multiple ways of getting your, your message out there, you're going to get such more success from your marketing. Um, the fifth thing is you've got to have the ability to measure and manage the marketing. You've got to know what works and what doesn't work. There's absolutely no point doing it aimlessly and just getting it out there 
um, if you can't measure what works and what doesn't work. And look, it's going to be very much a trial and test situation. On day one, you're not going to know. And listen, by the way, guys, just simply asking the person, where did you hear about us, does not work. It's a very, very crude and very basic way. But again, you know, when I went to buy a car, um, was it because I saw the adverts? Was it because I pass it every couple of times a week? Was it because I've driven one years ago and I like it? Was it because a friend of mine had it? I got recommended. That's literally off the top of my head, five or six ways that I might have liked to go to this particular car brand and buy a car off them. So it's really important that we don't just pick one way to um, one sort of methodology or one sort of marketing tool and technique and think, right, well, nobody said it's the letters, therefore it can't be the letters. It all adds up. It's the different ways. So we used to think that there were seven touch points in the customer journey from somebody from being a non-customer to marketing to them, to then them becoming a customer. So we had to write to them seven times or leaflet seven times or phone seven times. Even according to Google, Google says it's over 20 times now. And that's because we're so used to seeing the various adverts, social media, marketing, whatever it is. So we have to market consistently now and be above everybody else, beat our competitors, not be that white noise. So sending letters and leaflets and Facebook ads and Instagram ads and Google ads and prospecting, it all adds up. There's no silver bullet in this situation. We don't find TikTok is the new big thing and we just do a couple of daft little dances on TikTok and all of a sudden the phone starts ringing. It doesn't work like that. It's not an absolute choice. It's not binary. It's very much a complex subject and a complex strategy that we have to have lots and lots and lots of ways. Now, the non-marketers won't say it like that. The non-marketers say, well, we send a leaflet out. If they phoned up and they said, well, I saw your boards, therefore I can't be down to the marketing. That's not true. As I said with the, um, the car example, it's a blend of three, four, five different things that all add up to say, right, the end, the end assessment, the end point was they phoned up and the last thing they saw was they saw a board or they got a letter. That doesn't mean that the leaflets they've been receiving for the last four years haven't worked. And the last thing I want to talk about is when times get tough, a lot of agencies take away marketing spend. They cut the marketing. The best time to market was yesterday. The second best time is today. So we never cut marketing when times get tough. We add the marketing because if we take marketing away, yes, it's going to save us a couple of hundred quid or a thousand pound a month, but it's very, very much short term thinking. When times are tough, you should be adding the marketing. So even more people say our message. Now, across the UK, agents are telling me that it is tough because there's, there's oversupply, there's over demand and not enough supply. People aren't coming on the market. So guess what we're doing as a company? We're not reducing our spend. We're increasing our spend. We're trying to find new ways to market the business. We're trying to find new ways to get in front of our prospective customers. So to cut, to, to take away, take away, take away is a very, very short-sighted way of doing it. Because it, if you take away, you're going to save a couple of hundred quid. But if you add, 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 yes, it's a spend, but you could be earning thousands of pounds by adding up. And that's what I'm telling my customers and clients at the minute. And that's what we're doing in our business. So you've got to plan your strategy. You start small. The message is more important than the medium. You've got to be consistent at whatever you do. You've got to turn up on every single day. You've got to do it every single at this, the right time. Your branding has to be consistent. Um, you've got to measure and manage 
all aspects of marketing. And the last thing is don't take away. You've got to add, add, add. Those are my takeaways. Those are my thoughts on marketing, um, what works in our business. And these are the things that I'm talking about with my various coaching clients. Um, and next time, we're going to talk about the sales. So how you convert the sales, what's the most important thing, measuring, managing that, being consistent, showing up every day. And you'll see quite a lot of the methodology and some of the things that we speak about from the marketing perspective are very, very much similar on the sales side as well. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode, guys, on Leadership Revealed, and I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.